We'll be again evening prayer here shortly. Uh, tonight's readings will be, uh, the Psalms will be 102 and 130. And it is Wednesday. So we will be reading the litany for the church and evangelism. The link for the litany can be found in the chat bar to the right. I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. The glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people pardon and peace that they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 102. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Hide not that thy face from me in the time of my trouble. Incline thine ear unto me when I call. O hear me, and that right soon. For my days are consumed away like smoke, and my bones are burnt up as it were a firebrand. My heart is smitten down and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. For the voice of my groaning, my bones will scarce cleave to my flesh. I am become like a pelican in the wilderness, and like an owl that is in the desert. I have watched, and am even as it were a sparrow, that sitteth alone upon the housetop. Mine enemies revile me all the day long, and they are mad upon me, are sworn together against me. For I have eaten ashes as it were bread, and mingled my drink with weeping. And that, because of thine indignation and wrath, for thou hast taken me up and cast me down. My days are gone like a shadow, and I am withered like grass. But thou, O Lord, shall endure forever, 
and thy remembrance throughout all generations. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion, for it is time that thou have mercy upon her. Yea, the time is come. And why? Thy servants think upon her stones, and it pitieth them to see her in the dust. The nations shall fear thy name, O Lord, and all the kings of the earth thy majesty. When the Lord shall build up Zion, and when his glory shall appear. When he turneth him unto the prayer of the poor destitute, and despiseth not their desire. This shall be written of those that come after, and the people which shall be born shall praise the Lord. For he hath looked down from his sanctuary, out of the heaven did the Lord behold the earth. That he might hear the mournings of such as are in captivity, and deliver them that are appointed unto death. That they may declare the name of the Lord in Zion, and his worship at Jerusalem. When the peoples are gathered together, and the kingdoms also, to serve the Lord. He brought down my strength in my journey, and shortened my days. But I said, O oh my God, take me not away in the midst of mine age, as for thy years they endure throughout all generations. Thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but those, but thou shalt endure. They all shall wax old, as doth a garment. And as a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed, for thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. The children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall stand fast in thy sight. Psalm 130 Out of the deep have I called unto thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. O let thine ear consider well the voice of my complaint. If thou, Lord, wilt be extreme to mark what is done amiss, O Lord, who may abide it? For there is mercy with thee, therefore shall thou be feared. I look for the Lord, my soul doth wait for him, in his word is my trust. My soul fleeth unto the Lord before the morning watch, I say, before the morning watch. O Israel, trust in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all his sins. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the third chapter of the book of Jonah. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a three-day journey in extent. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. Then he cried out and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed in God, believed God, proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth, from the greatest to the least of them. Then word came to the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne and laid aside his robe, covered himself with the sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink water, 
But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we may not perish? Then God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he became angry. So he prayed to the Lord and said, Ah, Lord, was not this what I said when I was still in my country? Therefore I fled previously to Tarshish, for I know that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, one who relents from doing harm. Therefore now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Then the Lord said, Is it right for you to be angry? So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city. There he made himself a shelter and sat under it in the shade, till he might see what would become of the city. And the Lord God prepared a plant and made it come up over Noah, so that it might be shade for his head to deliver him from his misery. So Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But as morning dawned the next day, God prepared a worm, and it so damaged the plant that it withered. And it happened when the sun arose that God prepared a vehement east wind, and the sun beat on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. Then he wished death for himself and said, It is better for me to die than to live. Then God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the plant? And he said, It is right for me to be angry, even to death. But the Lord said, You have had pity on the plant for which you have not labored, nor made it grow, which came up in a night and perished in a night. And should I not pity Nineveh, that great city, in which are more than 120,000 persons who cannot discern between their right and their left hand, and much livestock? Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. That hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the eleventh verse of the fifteenth chapter of the Gospel of St. Luke. Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and, sent, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have enough bread and, and to spare, and I perish with hunger? 
I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad. For your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee, and do thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, for it is thou, Lord, only that make us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, just forgive the sins of all those who are penitent. Create make in us new and contrite hearts, that we worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness. May obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments 
Being defended from the fear of our enemies might pass our time and rest in quietness. The merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. But in our darkness we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Welcome. Just a couple of thoughts on tonight's uh, lessons. So <clears throat> today is Ash Wednesday. It is the first day of Lent. And so um, all of these lessons have something to do with repentance and turning and um, seeking what is right and, and um, above all seeking the Lord. In uh, no Jonah, uh, the book of Jonah, which we which was read from today, um, Jonah is sent from uh, Israel to uh, the city of Nineveh, and Nineveh is not um, a city in Israel. It is a city in Assyria, and Nineveh um, there there is Nineveh is not among God's chosen people. Uh, Nineveh comes from a country, Assyria, um, in which they are um, a nation that is apart from Israel. So they do not have a right worship of God, and they, um, <clears throat> they're they not part of the whole covenant of God at this point. Um, but God, um, we, we don't know how God communicated with the... Um, the people of the nations that were surrounding Israel. Uh, a lot of times we we like to view, or you know, you get to hear the argument that the God of the Old Testament was an angry God, um, and you hear of all these things that seem unfair uh, to the other nations uh, around Israel, where you know they they get um, uh, you know attacked by Israel, and, and there's this wars and and people die and all this stuff. But um, you know we. God's a just God, and we don't know how God communicated with the people of the ancient world, and um, we don't know that if you know God didn't communicate with with Canaan or with um, the people of Assyria or the other nations. And in fact, this is an example of where God sent a prophet from His chosen people to a different nation to to speak the word of God and to to tell them that hey judgment is coming you need to repent of your sins and Nineveh does Nineveh does repent and um, they do um, they do deliver themselves from the judgment that was to come from their sins because they they turned around and um, turned from their evil behavior and the action that they do is is um, they declared a fast they wore sackcloth and they sat in ashes and those are things that um, <clears throat> are symbols of the repentance. Um, so ashes are a symbol of repentance. And that is why we have ashes on Ash Wednesday. So we'll go to church or have already gone to church and, and received ashes on our forehead as a sign of our own repentance. And um, fasting has a, a mystical ability to... To draw us closer to God when we fast. Um, it is a practice that Jesus did. It is a practice that Jesus commands. It's a practice that we see here in that it helps it helps our repentance and it helps our spiritual growth. And so 
um, a fasting usually comes along with repentance. Now, uh, Lent gives us the ability to, to, you know, experience a penitential season, experience um, for ourselves um, areas where we need to grow, uh, areas where we need to um, kind of stay away from in our own lives and maybe sins that we need to confess ourselves and gives us a, a season to be penitent without it without it bringing upon calamity, without us getting to the brink where we are like Nineveh, where um, if you don't repent now, then disaster will strike. Well, right now the church gives us the season to repent and to to grow spiritually without necessarily having disaster around the corner. Um, and so it's a good season. It's a, it's a healthy season for us to, to partake in. It also helps to prepare us for the joys of Easter and to celebrate all the good things of the creation in the right way. Looking at the, the New Testament lesson, we have uh, the prodigal son who returns um, and repents. So repent means a turning. So he turns back to his father. And he says, I have sinned before God and before you and am no more worthy to be called your son. And that is, you know, that's his confession. And then after that confession, he goes to his father and his father is overjoyed and um, brings out a ring, kills the fatted calf, and they have a party to celebrate the return of the son. And this is uh, this parable. um you know, remind reminds us of the verse where God says he does not delight in the death of a sinner, but that the sinner repent, turn from his wickedness and live. And that's exactly what the prodigal son did. He he saw that the, the path that he was going on uh, was was going to lead to to nothingness. Um, and he turned from that path and returned home. And there was a party waiting there for him. And that's that's how God views the the penitent sinner is um you're just overjoyed um deserving of a party there's also an element to both of these um readings the new testament reading the old testament reading where you have jonah is um kind of pouting um pre pretty vehemently pouting uh angry that god forgave nineveh and then you have the older brother that's angry that the father um, forgave the prodigal son, and and that's the the danger that the that kind of we face and should look out for is that um, we don't want to be like that. We also need to try to be joyful when um, when someone in the wrong turns and 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 um, and goes back toward righteousness. Um, and it's easy, especially now, to kind of take a posture of um, my way is the right way, um, and that person made a mistake, and so he should be shunned forever, kind of a thing, which um, our society has has over the last few years grown in, where there's no grace um, among people who have differences. And I think that you know, trying to avoid the um, you know, I'm doing it right, they're doing it wrong mentality um, kind of closes the door on the sinner who may want to be repentant from turning and receiving grace if we don't have grace to give them.
And so it's always good to have a posture to other people that if you do decide to turn from your wicked ways, you will be met with grace from me. And so that's something that needs to be communicated as well so that we don't fall into the trap of being um, the prodigal son's older brother or uh, Jonah who gets very angry at Nineveh's repentance. There's a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. We'll continue evening prayer tonight um, with the Litany for the Church and Evangelism. You can find a link to that in the chat bar. Click on that and follow along. We offer the Litany for the Church and Evangelism this evening to the glory of God for the um, <clears throat> prayers and intentions of all those who are present. We also um, ask for God to give us a blessed Lent, that our Lents may be fruitful, and that uh, we may be able to experience the grace of Easter in a profound way at the end of these 40 days. We also ask that God open up opportunities of mission and ministry within our diocese and the communities our diocese is working in. And we also ask for God to be with the people of Ukraine as they go through this, um, this war that they're in that he protect them and um, bring peace in the land. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may it please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Be them patience under their sufferings and happy issue of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please you to have mercy on the faithful departed. 
granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witness in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon the diocese of the Holy Trinity, and the communities and parishes our diocese is working with. 